This episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season has been different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch in 2020. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com today to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Eagles fans? Welcome into the Locked On Eagles podcast, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you on episode five this week. It's a Saturday edition of the show. We are getting you ready one day away from the Eagles matchup with the New Orleans Saints in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. That game is going to kick off at 425 tomorrow, and then we'll have the postgame show after, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any platform for tomorrow. Tomorrow's post-game show for today's episode and the other four episodes that myself and my co-host Gino Camilleri recorded this week. Again, five episodes a week downloaded into your phone when you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles. It can be on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it. We are available on all platforms. And then we're always talking birds on Twitter after the show at Lockdown Birds and at DBLCLOE. Coming up on today's edition of the show, I hate to just keep beating a dead horse in talking about this quarterback position, but it's so crucial moving forward for the Eagles' future. Like, what they decide, what what we see from Jalen Hurts these final four games, what Howie Roseman's future is, what Doug Peterson's future, it has to do with Hurts and his four games here, it has to do with Carson Wentz and his contract, and what they plan on doing with him this offseason and beyond 2021. There is so much riding on this quarterback position, these final four games this offseason. You know, again, what happens with Doug, what happens with Howie, that's going to dictate what happens with Carson and what happens with Jalen Hurts and also how Hurts does these final four games is going to dictate so much and also a potential trade market for Carson Wentz. Like if a team is offering a first, like maybe the Eagles aren't willing to give up Carson Wentz for peanuts, but maybe the San Francisco 49ers come in or New England or uh, the Carolina Panthers trying to upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater. That would drive me nuts. That w- it would be hard for me not to be a Panthers guy. <laughs> if it's Carson Wentz, Razul Douglas, Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, Curtis Samuel, uh, that Robbie Anderson, that is the Lou My Guys team for sure. But like, let's just say a team like that offered a first-round pick. I mean, that dictates your decision as well. Maybe you want to try to fix Carson Wentz in 2021, but maybe it's not like a super obvious decision for you. Maybe if a team offered you a first-round pick, okay, we'd rather have Jalen Hurts start next year and collect a first. So there's just there's so much riding on what happens at quarterback for the Eagles moving forward in 2021 and beyond. And it's not the only thing that's going to decide what this team's future is. I mean, again, the future of the head coach, that's a big part of this. The future of the general manager is a big part. The current salary cap situation, like what veterans are you going to cut in the offseason? What's your roster going to look like next year? Is it feasible to think this team could be good in the NFC, in the NFC East in 2021 and seriously compete? But again, it all really goes back to quarterback, and that is the most important topic. And this week, obviously, it's the most heavily discussed one because Carson Wentz was benched on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers, and now moving forward, they've only committed to Jalen Hurts this Sunday against the Saints, but if he looks good, and I think he'll look okay, I don't think he's going to 
destroy a great Saints defense. I think he'll look good enough to play again next week, and I think he'll probably start the rest of the season. So there's a lot riding on this for the rest of 2020. And look, I tried the last few days. You know, Gino took over crossover Thursday yesterday with Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints. So I had the day to kind of just process everything. And, you know, I did Wentz Wednesday and I talked about if this is it for Wentz, like what's his legacy. And I tried to stop focusing on Carson as much yesterday. Went back to the tape, watched a lot of Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma and Alabama last week against Green Bay. I, tr- I tried. I tried to get myself excited about Hurts and focus more about him because he is the story now for the remainder of the season. Like he is the guy they're going to evaluate. Whether we like it or not, they're going to give Jalen Hurts a serious look to be the guy moving forward. So I tried because this is locked on Eagles and not locked on Carson Wentz. And we are Eagles fans through and through and not Carson Wentz fans. You know, I tried to give this other guy the benefit of the doubt and I tried to get myself excited and I tried to find any sort of excitement for this player that I could. I did try. I tried watching back to his big moments at Alabama, the national championships, uh, the SEC title game where he came in for Tua and got Alabama that win, the playoffs last year with Oklahoma, like seeing him throw to CD Lamb and obviously all those top tier Alabama receivers. I did. I watched him and again, I like his style of player. Like that is my kind of quarterback. Insanely confident, a great leader accurate, good touch, extremely mobile, can win outside of structure. That's a player that I really like. And I think he's going to be good. Again, I did this because I don't want to hate him because of the situation he's in. Jalen Hurts, he didn't ask for Carson Wentz to totally just drop off the face of the earth because of Hurts' presence. So again, I tried to give him, the player, a fair shot, but I just came away being more angry. I couldn't see through the Carson Wentz portion of this discussion. I couldn't. And then I saw the tweet by John Clark of NBC Philadelphia talking about how the team's been impressed with Carson Wentz and how he's embracing the backup role this week and how he's playing the role of Taysom Hill really well for the first team defense. And that made me angry all over again. And it made me just not care at all about Jalen Hurts and the type of player the Eagles could have in Jalen Hurts and what to expect from him because of the situation that caused Hurts to be on the field. I just, I can't see through it. I can't overlook it because I'm seeing Carson Wentz, who to me is an elite talent when it comes to just physical gifts as a quarterback versus Jalen Hurts, I think is just a good talent. I think arm talent wise, it's not even close. The kind of throws Carson Wentz can make, Jalen Hurts cannot make. Hurts' talent to me is not close to that of Carson Wentz. And I can't overlook the situation here of Howie Roseman totally messing this up. How Carson Wentz, your once elite top-tier quarterback, and I'm going to call him elite. What he did, I think, in 2017 and in 2019, like that's top-tier franchise quarterback stuff. I can't look past the fact that this guy is now, his role in practice now is to pretend to be a Tim Tebow-esque quarterback in Taysom Hill. That, I'm sorry, I tried to get excited about Jalen Hurts, but that is so angering. And I can't get around that to get to the Hurts positivity. I know Gino calls us the positivity pod, but I'm not feeling that right now. And as much as Jalen Hurts could be a good player, look, Howie Roseman, I know uh, Joe Banner said today that he thinks there's less than a 10% chance that Howie Roseman gets fired. And I actually agree, although it's egregious. I think he should be fired no matter what this offseason. The fact is he's probably going to be safe, but he better hope, regardless of his job security, that Jalen Hurts is a, and again, I think he's going to be good. But Howie needs him to be as good, at least as good, as what Carson Wentz was in December of 2019. 
a guy that threw for 10 touchdowns, only one interception, over 1,500 passing yards, winning four straight games, winning the division. Carson Wentz was one of, if not the hottest quarterback in football at the end of 2019. How we better hope that Jalen Hurts is at least that good. And that is so unfair to ask of a rookie in this situation. But that's what it's going to take to justify this pick. Again, I like Jalen Hurts, the player. He was fun to watch in college. I think he's going to be a good starting quarterback in the NFL. But considering what the Eagles had and considering what they maybe sacrificed when they drafted Jalen Hurts, Hurts needs to be at least as good as 2019 Carson Wentz because that's what Howie killed when he took Jalen. And again, it's not fair to Jalen. <laughs> it's not. He didn't ask for any of this. But that's still how I'm feeling about this situation because of what the Eagles had. Jalen Hurts could be a good quarterback, but the Eagles, I think, sacrificed a great quarterback and his future in Philadelphia when they took Hurts. And so, again, I tried to be excited about him, and I do think he's a good player, and I do think you'll see some good things from him for the rest of 2020. And I gave it a fair shot, but then that tweet, I don't know why, that specific one from John Clark just set me off again, where it talked about Wentz playing the role of Taysom Hill. If I could go back in time, just a year ago, and tell myself that that was going to be what's happening right now, or in 2017 with the way Carson Wentz was destroying the NFL, I would have fired Howie Roseman on the spot. I don't know how the grandfather paradox works in time travel, but if I can go back in 2019 and fire Howie before he got the chance to draft Jalen Hurts, I'd do it. So that's the thing. Like, tried to get excited about Hurts and to give him a fair shot, but the situation that's giving him a shot, I just can't get around it. I'm sorry. That's just... Maybe if Hurts blows out the Saints, I'll feel a different way, but on this Saturday, the day before his debut, I am still salty as ever. Louis DiBiase joining you on this edition of Lockdown Eagles. Coming up next, what needs to happen to fix Wentz in Philadelphia? So you know where I stand with this. I still want Carson on the Eagles roster in the locker room in 2021. What needs to happen for that to be the case? Does Howie Roseman have to go? Does Doug Peterson have to go? Do they need to keep their jobs? Like what in that scenario, if we want when still with the Eagles next year, what has to happen in the 2021 offseason? That's coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into the Saturday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Tomorrow we have the postgame show after the Eagles battle with the New Orleans Saints at 425. If you missed any of our previous podcasts, maybe you like to listen to episodes right before the game, you can check out yesterday's crossover Thursday. Gino Camilleri sat down with Ross Jackson of Lockdown Saints. That's available on any podcast platform. Wentz Wednesday, what will Wentz's legacy be with the Eagles? If it's it's all said and done right now. That episode is available. Me and Gino's initial reactions to Jalen Hurts being named the starter on Tuesday. That is all up on the Lockdown Eagles podcast feed on any podcast platform. All right. What needs to happen? You guys know where I stand still with the Eagles quarterback situation. Not seeing Jalen Hurts these final four games yet. That might change my mind. If Jalen Hurts looks incredible, he might change my opinion. But right now, my mindset in 2021 in the offseason, my approach, if I'm Howie Roseman, would still be to do everything I can. Maybe it's not Howie, maybe it's Jeffrey Lurie or Doug Peterson, or maybe it's a new GM, a new head coach. If I'm the Eagles, whoever's running this rebuild in the offseason, my focus is still fixing Carson Wentz. Maybe not getting him back to what he was in 2017, that's a tough ask, but getting him back to what he was in 2018 and in 2019, that is my priority. Fixing Wentz in Philadelphia. Maybe he truly just needs a change of scenery to fix himself, like Nelson Aguilar last year from the Eagles leaving and then this year going to the Raiders. Maybe he needs to go to Denver. Maybe he needs to go to Carolina to, you know, a smaller market like that or New England or San Francisco. He just needs to go anywhere else to get a fair shot. 
Maybe that's what he needs. But for me, I would rather figure that out at the end of 2021, not at the end of 2020. I am not. Yes, he I've never seen a quarterback of that talent and of that success level over four years fall off as far as Wentz has in 2020. Like he has been one of the worst quarterbacks, if not the worst in football this year. There's been guys that have struggled. I mean, Donovan McNabb had a tough fifth year, Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck. There's been guys that struggled. Nobody like Carson Wentz this year. So I admit that, and he might be broken. Right now, he looks like he's broken. But I'm not going to give up after just one season of that. If next year, Carson Wentz looks exactly the same, okay, it'll be over. But for me, I just, I, again, I, I know you guys have heard me on the episodes say this before, it is hard for me to throw out four years of a sample size for one year. And I know it's what, what have you done for me lately in the NFL, but I am not uh, considering why Wentz is the way he is now. And a lot of it's just based on this team setting him up to fail. I'm going to try to give him a fair shake in 2021 in midnight green before I give up. I mean, everyone with a brain in football this week is saying the same thing. Wentz's breakdown this year came from just an unfair impossible situation. You heard Aaron Rodgers and the Pat McAfee show talk about it. You heard Peyton Manning say it yesterday on a podcast. They don't think he's unfixable. Is he certainly broken right now? Like I said, yeah, he is, but people don't think one season is it for someone that good over a four year span. Hall of Fame quarterbacks are believing that Carson Wentz can still get this right. And they see the situation and can totally tell how unfair and how tough it is to thrive in that kind of situation for five plus seasons. Aaron Rodgers said it, Peyton Manning. So yeah, he looks broken right now, but I'm still going to try one more time to fix him in Philadelphia. Maybe again, what it's going to take for him is to be somewhere else, which would be totally understandable considering what he's went through since 2017. But I've got contract control. I'm trying one more year to get that Carson Wentz back. That, that's my priority. I'm giving it another year. And now the question is, what needs to happen for that to happen? Like, if you, if, if you want Carson Wentz to be fixed in Philly, what needs to happen this offseason? I feel personally, and I don't think this is going to happen, but I think the best shot of Carson staying here and the organization just doing everything they can to fix him, and like that's goal number one, I honestly think there needs to be at least a new general manager or a head coach. I just, I don't think Doug Peterson's married to Carson anymore or vice versa. I don't think Howie Roseman is married to him anymore with the draft pick of Jalen Hurts. Like Peterson already wasn't married to him. He showed he could win with Nick Foles. So Doug has done enough to show that he can make things work with other quarterbacks. And we'll see with Jalen Hurts as well, these final four games. So I don't think Doug is married to him and Howie certainly isn't anymore with the second round pick of Hertz. And so I feel like not that those two haven't done everything they can to fix Wentz or to, I should say, surround him and support him. It hasn't worked, but they have tried all they could. And those were the two that invested in him in 2016 to be the guy. So I do think there's still a chance that those two would try to fix Carson in 2021. But I think honestly, the best chance of Wentz being the guy next year is having a new GM and or a new head coach. I think a new head coach would come in or a new GM and they would probably say to themselves, how do I get like when they ask the question, how do we get back to what this team was in 2017? I think the best chance still is to try to revive Wentz over playing Jalen Hurts. And so honestly, if we're talking about what needs to happen this offseason for Carson to be the priority, I think there's a chance that can happen still with Doug and Howie in house or maybe just one. 
I don't want both fired. I want Howie fired. I'd rather I'd rather keep Doug in 2021. But I do think the best chance of them going all in to fix Wentz next year is a new head coach and or a new general manager. I think a new guy would come in and say, my best bet's still in Philadelphia. And again, that's before we've seen Hurts these final four games. But right now, again, considering what we've seen from Wentz throughout the majority of his career, I still think that would be the approach for a new guy. So if that's what you want, like it's what I want, you might be rooting for how he's not going to get fired. So are you rooting for a new head coach? Is Doug Peterson that done with Carson already? I don't know. I know he knows he can win without him. I mean, but at the same time, Doug has shown this year his commitment to Carson is pretty strong. I mean, he got he got out of it before he, Carson was going to take him down with him. But I do wonder in the offseason if Doug would go back to that commitment. I'm not so sure. It's a, it's a tough it's a tough question to ask because Doug's job is on the line. If if Doug knew that his job was safe, maybe he'd go back to Wentz and give that a fair shot again in 2021. But if your priority is Wentz next year, considering how he's not going to get fired, I don't know. You might be it might be Doug or Carson. You might be rooting for Doug to get fired if you're a Wentz guy. It's it's a tough. There is so much to dive in. There's so many different scenarios that can play out. It's going to be a fascinating 2021 offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's just, this isn't just like last year. Oh, getting a deep threat at receiver or getting a new linebacker. This stuff is make or break for the franchise. Like what you decide this offseason is going to dictate where your franchise goes for a very, very long time. There is a lot riding on 2021. The pressure is on for Jeffrey Lurie, for Howie Roseman, for Doug Peterson, for Carson Wentz, for Jalen Hurts. And that all starts with these final four games, with Jalen Hurts starting at quarterback. Louis DiBiase joining you on the Saturday edition of Locked On Eagles. We'll wrap up the show coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, we're wrapping up this Saturday edition of Locked On Eagles. Thank you all so much for tuning in. So let's talk about Jalen Hurts real quick again. Again, a player, very entertaining to watch in college. I think he's going to be good in the NFL, insanely confident, a great leader, good touch on the football. He's accurate. He is really mobile. He can win outside of structure. He seems willing to learn. He's a sponge. Who does he compare to? That, that's the interesting thing. Like, Let's talk about Jalen Hurts now, these final four games. What should we expect to see out of him? Like, Who's a good comparison? And when I watched him yesterday, I watched a lot of Jalen Hurts tape. He kind of reminded me of three players specifically because he's a mobile quarterback, but he's more twitchy and he doesn't have that crazy long range speed of like a Lamar Jackson or a Michael Vick. Like he's not that kind of scrambler. He's more the Donovan McNabb type or the Russell Wilson or the Dak Prescott. Like those three don't have the strongest arms. They didn't have the strongest arms when talking about McNabb since he doesn't play anymore. Russell Wilson right now, Dak Prescott, like none of those guys have the rifle of Carson Wentz. Um, or the long-range speed of a Michael Vick or a Lamar Jackson. But those guys kind of have the same skill set as Jalen Hurts, where they're all really mobile. It's hard to get those guys down when they get outside the pocket. They all have good touch, good accuracy, not the strongest arms in the league. That's kind of what he reminds me of. A Dak, a mix of, and Russell Wilson's like a top three quarterback in football, so that's high praise. I would say more so just like stylistically. He looks like Russell Wilson. But more so talent-wise, Donovan McNabb's a good comp, and I, I think Dak Prescott is too. So that's a fun player to watch. Is that a Carson Wentz-level player from 2017? Like, is that somebody you want to build your franchise around for a decade plus? I mean, it's worked for all three of those quarterbacks, but that's what he looks like stylistically. Now he's got to turn, again, he's got to become a Super Bowl-winning 
quarterback to be Russell Wilson or Donovan McNabb went to five NFC title games and Dak Prescott. Well, Dak Prescott maybe is a good comp for Jalen Hurts because Dak Prescott only has one playoff win in his career. So maybe maybe Dak is the best one for that. But Hurts stylistically compares to those guys. Does he have the talent to be an elite quarterback you win because of every single year? I'm not so sure. Um, But if you want Jalen Hurts to succeed, I think you would strive for him to be. I think that's who he could become a McNabb, a Dak Prescott, and then in an insane scenario, a Russell Wilson. All right, everybody, Louis DiBiase wrapping up this Saturday edition of Locked On Eagles. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for the postgame show, Eagle Saints at 425 Eastern time. And then we will recap the game right here on Locked On Eagles. Subscribe to the podcast for five episodes a week and then follow us on Twitter. We're always talking birds after the show at Locked On Birds at DiBiase L-O-E. As always, Louis DiBiase signing off. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And let's go birds.